It's the 919 Vice Podcast. Joe Ovias, Adam Eshbaugh, Wayne Holtz. We're at Raleigh Brewing today in Cary at the Arboretum. Uh, we're going to be talking about beer and hockey because I don't think it gets any better than that, does it? Beer and hockey? I mean, I like both of those a lot. Adam's going to find out about the obsession that is hockey and getting on the ice at 11 o'clock at night as an adult. Yeah, I, I got issues. Yeah, I know you got issues with that. Issues with that. If you have any issues, you know who you can contact? Whitaker and Hamer. Check them out online at wh.lawyer. Uh, they've got offices across North Carolina. All the G's are included. Again, you can check them out at wh.lawyer. Uh, we're talking about contracts, work, etc. Whitaker and Hamer can handle that for you. Um, speaking of uh, legal issues, I, I almost got a guy in trouble at Walnut Creek on Saturday. He walked away. I think he walked away with his fake ID. So I ended up working a beer booth for the sublime, slightly stupid show at Walnut Creek this past Saturday. I've never done that before. I did the safe serve stuff, passed the test, and uh, Adam told me long ago that red oak drinkers are red oak drinkers, man, and they'll seek it out, they'll find it, they'll ask for it, and I was working that booth, and I have to admit, I got a sick enjoyment out of it. I don't know if it's because of my video game playing and I've gamified it. Maybe it's because I got the ego boost of pouring a pint of beer and people going, hey, man, nice pour. I don't know. Wow. But I got a sick enjoyment out of it. How many people recognized you? Just a handful of people. Did anybody <laughs> ask you if this was your new gig? Because- I mean, there was, there, was a, there was one particular former podcast guest that lingered for a photo. I'll let you put Was that Mr. Burns? I, I'm not going to... I'm not going to sell him out completely. I'm just saying. I mean, he some, said he saw you. He just didn't he just, tell there me was, that, There was a, somebody who's been a guest a on this photo. podcast that lingered and waited for a photo. And I, you know, I waited till there was a lull in the, in the beer line. I got out from the booth and took a photo with him. I'm just, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Wow. Did you sign autographs as well while no, you were I there? Do any, I didn't do any autographs. No? I didn't do any autographs. But I did tell Kelly, it's like, you know, if all I had to do at a spot is open cans and pour beer, if that's all I had to do, not mix drinks or anything like that, I would absolutely do it. Hurricanes games, bro. Right? Like maybe I work like third floor, just cracking open storm brews. Maybe. I, I guess, know. but the lower down you get the, uh, obviously the, the, the more, more expensive. Well, the more expensive the tickets and yeah. probably the, the bigger the tips. It's, well, the tips for me, all the tips were going to uh, the marching band. And I, I realized that my initial sales pitch was terrible. When I was like, all right, it's going to ask you for a tip. It's going to the Enlo marching band. Like, that didn't resonate. So I'd say about halfway through it, I said, yeah, and uh, it's going to ask you for a tip. All tips go to my kids' marching band. And they were like, oh. When I said my kids, suddenly yeah, it sure, became yeah. like, a, okay, cool. Yeah. Um, although, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder about people who go to shows and they get shocked by beer prices as though I can do something about right. it. Because where we were, it was premium draft. Red Oak or the Red Oak Hellas Lager. And then it had Middle Light. Middle Light was 14 bucks, 24 ounce can. 15 bucks for a Michelob Ultra, 24 ounce can. So Same that, exact package price. I, I know. It's hilarious. One is considered premium, one is not, but whatever. So somebody asked for a Middle Light, 14 bucks would show up on the screen. And the amount of people went, 14 bucks? And I thought to myself, is this the first time you've been to a concert? First concert. I mean, honestly, this can't I mean, be Adam your still, first concert. Adam man. still has never been there. But you've never been to Walnut Creek? No, we, we had talked about this last week. last week. We talked about it last week. Don't you listen to the podcast? I don't, actually. He doesn't even listen to the guests when we're on here. Uh, or no, the that's, co-host. That's you, Wayne. Um, <laughs> so, 
I was just kind of amused by the amount of people that were flabbergasted by the prices as though you've never How much were the drafts? I think the drafts were 17 bucks. Wow. So, but they were big pours, you know? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's no different than going to PNC Arena for a game, for a hockey game. You're dropping... Nah, not drinking Storm Brews. You're well, not. no, Storm Brews are going to go up in price again. They're seven now. Yeah, right? no, they're actually going to go up in price again. Again? Yeah, they're going to go up. Um, well, they got to pay for Marty Party, right? Oh, man. Got to pay for the Marty Party, the new, uh, the new R&D. So anyway, I, uh, I got a sick enjoyment out of it. So maybe next time there's a beer festival or uh, you just need somebody to pour beer uh, after some sort of 5K. Yes, Angel, I know you're listening. Maybe I'll pour beer at the Bond Brothers 5K. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm ready to go. That's um, that's pretty generous of you, Joe. I'm a generous guy. Do the tips have to go to your kid's band? Yeah, they do. Because <laughs> band ain't going to pay for itself, man. Band ain't going to pay for itself. Ain't going to pay for itself. Anyway, what are you all up to? I'm, well, don't all speak at once I'm now. I'm frozen now because I was like, oh, I got to talk about this. Oh, so it was Saturday. I went out to Pittsburgh to Carolina Brewery. Okay. Yeah, I never oh, yeah. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. They were on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, and I know they had a big party going on. I just couldn't make it because I was at uh, Walnut Creek. Yeah, but it was great. They they had their – it was their 16th anniversary of the Pittsburgh location. Okay. So hung out there um, and actually talked to uh, their head brewer, Nate, for probably 45 minutes. And, um, you know, they're doing something really interesting. They're not really advertising it because they're perfecting it. But my wife, Bridget, has had a um, – Turns out she has like a gluten issue. Okay. And that's really disappointing to her because she loves drinking beer. Sure. And, but she feels so much better when she doesn't. So she's cut out bread. She's cut out beer. um, And whenever she has like any of it, it really affects her. So she was explaining this to Nate and he was like, well, we are using this enzyme that actually is supposed to dissolve gluten after the brewing pot process. Uh, same process they use, I think, at Wicked Weed for uh, for Gluten Freak, their, their double IPA that they do a gluten, gluten-free or gluten-reduced version of. So he, he gave her a six-pack, and I think she's she had two that evening and no effects, and I uh, had a couple more the other night watching the Orioles game with me, and... So far, so good. Was so, Kevin Brown on the call? That's a pretty... No, uh, he wasn't. Yeah, He's suspended. Uh, don't get me started. <laughs> don't get me started on the Angelos family continuing their debacle of ownership decisions. Um, but anyway, they're, they're not advertising it um, yet, but I think they will mm-hmm. uh, as far as this gluten-free thing. And I think it's a really, really important thing for, for folks like my wife who love beer, but they're not able to drink it. So you might want to check them out. If you do have gluten um, gluten issues, check out some Carolina Brewery stuff. Give it a try. See if it, uh, see if it works for you. Okay. And I hadn't done anything fun. I'm continuing to move. I'm almost done. I should be finished by Friday. Know. Colonoscopy sounds like it's fun. <clears throat> colonoscopy on Tuesday with an endoscopy <laughs> as well, and then a visit to the dermatologist on Wednesday. I'm, you know, I've gotten uh, a clean bill of health from all of those. And that is the oldest shit you've ever said. All well, the things I mean, that you just did, but I'm glad you're taking care of yourself. Guess what, Joe? 
in three years, two years, you've got to start because they next year, actually, next year, when I turn okay. forty-five. Yeah, they recommend forty-five. So, yeah, all right, all right, hey, man. I was um, at graffiti on Tuesday. I caught up with our old colleague Alec Campbell. Well, and that's why I wasn't there, is because uh, I'm usually there in the afternoons for a little bit, especially on Tuesdays to you try were recovering the, the break-even bottle. Yeah. Taking it from both ends. Now, but, look, I give, I give, <laughs> I did, I absolutely, give, I give Wayne a lot of shit, but I will say this about graffiti on a Tuesday night. It's the best deal in town, dude. It is. It's a good deal. I had like 123 proof bourbon or whatever that was that you had on Tuesday night. The uh, blackened cask edition. Now, I've yeah. not tried it yet. So it was two dollars and ninety five cents for a one ounce pour. Yeah. Are you kidding me? That's ridiculous. Yeah, and we've got some really good stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, I bought because um, I do most of the buying for the bourbon and and the, those days. So Whiskey Advocate releases their top one hundred every year, and then they do a top twenty mm-hmm. separate. Well, it's, you know, top it's all the same, but they. I've got their top 20, and we've got either eight or nine bottles that are in the top 20. So we're going to start doing those probably in the next few weeks, maybe a little bit, once it gets, you know, a little cooler, and we're going to go through, um, I think we've got, you know, whatever, number 18, number 16, 12, whatever, all the way down to number one. Um, And some of those are like the Middleton uh, Middleton Irish Whiskey. It's Mm -hmm. a $300 bottle. So we'll be doing one of those on break even. So uh, nice, yeah. You I mean nice. you can get some really good stuff, very inexpensive, and you get to try things that you may not buy at the liquor store at a really great price. Well, speaking of collecting, because people do collect bourbon, uh, maybe you collect cards. I don't think Weston over at Oak City is going to grade your bourbon, but if you've got uh, an old sports card memorabilia, he can grade that. You can check them out downtown at Oak City Sports Cards. And also, Breeze Through sponsoring the 919 Vice podcast. We're actually going to be doing a customer appreciation show from Breeze Through in September from the Beer Cave here yeah. across from PNC Arena Carter Family. Like, we'll wear a jacket and we'll yes. be inside. Yes. I asked Adam, like, dude, you, like, all I need is an Ethernet connection and a plug. We good? He's like, yeah, we good. Yeah. I was like, all right, let's do it. We'll do it from the Beer Cave. So we're going to be doing a show from the Beer Cave. I don't know. Maybe you guys can come out that day too. We can do the podcast from the Beer Cave. Are we going to do it on a, uh, can we do it like on a Saturday and it's game day? Uh, and we can no, see the traffic. No, no, oh, I want on, no. Man. I want nothing to do with that. <laughs> now, when we get when we get closer to the Carolina hurricane season, maybe you might find us out at that PNC location. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll see something. Uh, we'll do a show from there. A little on location, um, an on location uh, across from PNC. Since I don't think we can You're be not allowed to be on we're not, location. We're not. We're not allowed to be on location because you know rights holders. Anyway, uh, shout out to Adam and Breeze that are go check them out. So I, I believe I believe this is is this a record for the most guests at one time, Adam? Because we have done the Raleigh Beer Mile, I, the North Carolina Beer Mile, was, where it was just like a rotating yeah, collection that, of people. Laura was on that one too. Yes, yeah, and, that, and, and Laura, that was probably our biggest. I'm not sure I remember that. Our big, a lot our of us, a lot one. of us don't remember that particular episode. Yeah. So, but this is like easily the most we've had at one time, right? Right? That's what she said. hey On that note, let's talk about things for charity. Wayne, don't even. Wayne, no. Absolutely not. So we, met, we mentioned Laura from Raleigh Brewing. We also have uh, Johnny from Joko, Tim from Fain and Goat, and Brian from Ed. Although, Johnny, you're, this is your first time on the podcast, right? So you need, you need the microphone. It is. Um, we that is not a Johnson County accent. It's, it's, I'm a Benson native. <laughs> Bensonhurst, Queens. So for those who might not be aware of your brewery, uh, you just tell people uh, where you're at, what you do, all so that fun stuff. We're a, we're a small five-barrel brewery, 500-square-foot tap room. Mm-hmm. 
uh, nine of our beers on tap. Uh, we're located right at 4042. Mm-hmm. Um, we're in a small industrial area. You really have to kind of look for us. Okay. Honestly, people that have lived in Johnston County their whole life, 40, 50-year-old men and women come in and they had no idea any of it ever existed. Okay. So it is uh, between Cracker Barrel and Lowe's. It's Cleveland Crossing Drive. We're all the way in the back. There's an industrial Okay, I, I was going to say, I know exactly where that's at, and now I know exactly where you're talking about. Got it, got it. Now, uh, the one thing all y'all have in common is you play hockey. You all play hockey, and that's why we're all here, uh, because we've got the, if I have this correct, the CCHL inaugural Brewers Cup that's taking place Labor Day weekend at the Raleigh Iceplex. Who who put this together? Whose idea was this? I I came up with the idea. Okay. And honestly, with just opening the brewery, I wasn't ready to do this this year. Um, <laughs> I was I was still working my other full time job. Yeah. And doing the brewery, so I just had no time. And one of one of the refs at hockey, he mm-hmm. comes into the brewery. We talk sometimes, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'd really like to do a Brewers Cup one day." Um, because I know there's a couple other breweries in the area where guys play hockey. Mm-hmm. It would be cool to get us together and kind of do a charity event. Well, I believe he talked to Tim. Yeah. Um, Adam. Adam yep, is his Adam name. Right. Talked to Tim. And next thing I know, they were they were kind of running on it. And I'm, I'm really glad that they were able to put it together this year. So, Tim, you're the, you went full on with this thing? Yeah, once we you definitely, got wind of it? We definitely went full on with it. Um, we... Like I said, it was it was kind of something that was bounced around, and and we thought it would be a cool idea to do. And I don't even know that Johnny and I even talked about it before Brugaloo. Okay, um, and then I started reaching out, and I said, "Hey, who else? Who else do we know?" I knew, and I I know Brian because we play in the Babs Hockey Fraternity on Friday nights, <laughs> um, and I knew him with Edit Beer. I knew Johnny played, and then I put a Facebook post out. And I was like, hey, brewery friends, who else plays? And somebody threw Laura's name out there, and I was like, oh, man, this is great. Well, last you week. Yeah, who would have known Laura was hockey, like a hockey knew. person? Well, it's what's weird. funny about that, I said this on last week's podcast when Adam said, you know, here's what's going on this week, and Laura was mentioned. I was like, wait, <laughs> hockey? Beer? Laura? I am shocked that... This is, uh, this is, how long have you been playing, Laura? Uh, I, longer than I'd like to admit. I, I actually, I started as an adult, so I, I'm not as good as you might think that I am, but so. uh, I have a lot of fun with it. And um, I'd probably say 20 years now. Okay. Yeah. I took a couple of years off, um, but I've, the last, you know, eight years I've been going with the Trailblazers or so. Very cool. Now, and you, I think you were the one who mentioned this while we were having lunch that you're actually surprised by how many people in the industry play hockey. Is do you have a theory as to why all that three is? of them just shook their heads? Yes, like <laughs> like that could be heard. Well, on a podcast, you can you can tell when people are nodding on a podcast. I'll, don't worry, guys. I'll narrate. It's true for people. It's like watching TV with the subtitles. So, I mean, I'm just trying not to interrupt Adam. <laughs> oh, he's great at that. He's great at that. Never stopped me once. So you so you were surprised by the amount of people who actually play hockey. Yeah, I just, uh, the, the hockey community in the Triangle is, is really amazing, and um, it's a pretty tight community, and yeah. if you don't know somebody, you know somebody who knows somebody, which is, I guess, what was great when Tim put the, you know, hey, who's, who's out here kind of thing, and we had a couple of friends in common, but even though I'd never met Tim before, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I feel like I know most of the hockey community, and to realize that all these other people are in the brewing industry in the Triangle okay. um, was really exciting. So you guys, um, you guys are raising money. And the, the way the format, how many teams are going to participate in this? Uh, so right, right now what we're doing, um, 
so the CCHL, like if, if I can get into the background yeah. on it, if you don't mind, um, CCHL is actually the Capital City Hockey League. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is another friend of ours that we play hockey with. And he runs these draft-style tournaments. So basically, we pick the teams the night before the tournament. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, we've I, already, I was wondering, like, are there yeah. people in the back? You, know, you got enough employees who play hockey? Like, right. No. So we are, the four of us are actually captaining the teams. Okay. Um, you do not have to work for the brewery to play. Um, got it. But we wanted somebody from each brewery to to captain the teams and mm-hmm. kind of do the whole deal. Um, and then, um, so CCHL is actually the Capital City Hockey League. They do these usually on holidays because that's the only time we can get the ice. Yeah. Um, so they did a great one over New Year's last year. They did another one over Fourth of July weekend with uh, uh, the Drinking Lincoln and, the, you know, all the teams are fun names, sure. you know, things like that. Um so I reached out to Jeff and I said, hey, buddy, we want to do this tournament. Do you think we can make it happen? Can we get the ice? Um, and then we decided we would do it for a charity, right? So um, we actually have, each of us have already designated a charity that we're going to play for. Um, so all, our feigning goat is going to be playing for Hops for Hope, Children's Flight of Hope, which is coming up right around the weekend after. I think uh, Heather was just on last week, yeah. right? Um, and then um, Johnny's playing for Help Thy Neighbor, uh, Johnston County. Um, Edit Beer and Brian are playing for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, and uh, Laura and Raleigh Brewing are playing for the National MS Society. Okay. Um, so we're we're basically through sponsorship money. We raised a tournament purse, and whatever that tournament purse turns out to be, our goal is five thousand dollars. We will present a check through Capital City Hockey League, who's already a nonprofit, so they're mm-hmm. going to hold all the money and whatnot, and then and move it out that way. So very cool, very cool. Now, you're still looking for more sponsorship money, right? We are looking for sponsors. Um, we, we have Landing Solutions LLC out of uh, Fuquay, CT's Drywall and Paint out of Benson, Ladies of the Hurricanes, which is a huge Facebook group, apparently. Okay. Um, and they, they were also... Not f- to be confused with Ladies of Holly Springs. Just, definitely. Okay. De- now, there may be some Maybe cross some overlap. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Definitely probably there. But um, <laughs> um, Campana, com- I hope I'm saying it right, Campana Pet Cremation out of Apex... Uh, Fuquay Verena uh, Family Law, and then we've got ATD Detailing out of Garner, and the guys from the Brookway Prowler just uh, signed up for a two hundred fifty dollars sponsorship this nice. morning. Um, and if you go to cchlnc.com uh, and click on the store, there are individual donation links mm-hmm. up there. You can donate any quantity of one dollar. So if you, you want guys to got like a T-shirt or anything like that, that's um, I think out? we're going to be selling. He is selling like CCHL T-shirts and okay, things. I didn't like know that. if you had yeah. like a, a you know with the sponsors on the back. No, nothing like special. We're going to be doing a big banner. Okay, um, that'll be hanging up here at the Arboretum on Friday night, and then it'll be at the rink all weekend long. Okay, okay. How much? How much do you need to uh, put an Ovius and Gilio? A logo on a bear. Uh, well, we we have two hundred fifty. We have four two hundred fifty dollars sponsorships right. and twenty four hundred dollars sponsorships. Uh, Daddy still available. Warbucks Wayne over here might yeah. actually have some for a nine one nine Vice uh, logo. Uh, that would be nice. What yeah. do you think, Wayne? You, you, you got you carry two hundred fifty bucks cash on you, don't you? Now, now you're quiet. Cash here it comes. Now he's now he's quiet. He's taking his wallet out. He's about to lose some weight. Cash. Cash only. Yeah, you got two fifty. We could, we could we could put a nine one nine Vice logo on that thing. Come on, Wayne. Let's go. Can't get you to sponsor the damn podcast. He's making it wane over here. Yeah, right. Can't get him to sponsor the podcast, but we get those graffiti mentions in all the time. Just saying. There we go. This, see? Just like that. Just make it happen. Jeez, I'll, I'll send you guys awkward. the logo. Uh, <laughs> Wayne's now putting the money back in his pocket. So, real quick, the, the tournament is round rock. How does the tournament actually work? Yeah, so what we're doing is, is there's going to be a total of eight games throughout the weekend at the Raleigh Iceplex. We don't have the exact ice slots yet and know what times the games are going to be. Um, we should have that hopefully within the next couple of weeks. But um, 
we're all going to play each other basically one time. So there'll be four games on Saturday total. Each Every team will play four games, but there's four games on Saturday, four on Sunday. They are going to be open to the public. Um, so anybody that wants to come out and watch can come on out. Um, for with, a donation, I'm assuming? Um, they, no, absolutely. We're not asking for anything. We hope that they will partake in the 50-50 raffle and buy our... Uh, you know, we're going to have some raffle prizes and maybe some silent auction. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be beer out there too. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be beer. Like, so. just, like a, just a smidge. You just getting a distributor to like come bring like Coors Light and stuff out? Uh, well, I'm more of a natural light guy. <laughs> Can I throw something at him right now? Please do. Uh, uh, you know, that, this doesn't that, happen when he doesn't show up to record the podcast. That's I'm the just going to put I've that actually out been there. on a podcast with Tim. I only schedule him and then leave. Is that true? Three times. This is yeah. well. Who's the who's the guest that I never show up for? I'm always on vacation. There's somebody that that's been like two or three times, and I've always been out of town for whatever know. reason. But anyway, um, that's the here nor there. All right. So back to to remind people if they want to donate, if they want to participate. Do you have the are all the players set or can yeah? People- so we actually are on a wait list now. Okay, we have all, all the goalies with question. goalie like wait lists. Play. Yes. People, you know, somebody's listening. Um, it's like, well, I want to participate. Right, and we we have a wait list for players. Okay, got well, it. And we do. This is a ten person team with one goalie, so you're out there every other shift. We're not we're not you know getting seven minutes of ice time a game. I mean, okay. we're out there for a solid thirty minutes a game at least. What happens uh, is David Ayers on call in case the goalie goes down. Uh, well, you know, it's, it's funny that you Actually, you think, mentioned David Ayers. But, in town, as you know. um, we yeah. actually have Wade Mintner, the the in-game Hurricanes PA announcer, yeah. who's going to come out. And Laura hooked that up for us. Super, super great job, Laura. And um, he is going to do some announcing and whatnot. But but Wade is also a goalie, a uh, beer league goalie. Mm-hmm. And we, he will probably have his gear with him as an e-bug if we should need one. <laughs> I don't know that we can get David Ayers. He was here for the outdoor game, but I don't know that he'll come down for yeah, this tournament. So. Has anyone reached out to him? I have not, but we're friends on Facebook. I should do that. <laughs> message him. Do they still do? Shoot him a message. See what happens. Whatever happened. There used to be like an early Facebook thing. Was it called nudging? No. What was it called? Poke. poke. Oh, you could poke. poke yeah. Him. Poke him. See what they took that's that away because term. it was abused, I believe. Mm. Yeah, people are getting bruised. Mm, that's a, Egos. That's, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. All right. So those, that's the details on uh, on the hockey turn or anything else. And it sounds like it's a, I mean, we have, can I point out that we have like a guy on a camera taking pictures right now <laughs> with a light and everything? Hope he this, got, I it, hope you got a good shot of Laura giving me the bird. And I hope, and I hope, I hope you really get uh, my wonderful bald spot. Uh, I hope he doesn't like post my, yeah. my knot. Uh, oh yeah, that's true. I mean, somebody mug so, me for like, that. Are you are you guys filming this? Like, are, is somebody going to be like videoing? I mean, the it's tournament? the Raleigh Brewing marketing team. We have a you know the A team. Right. So I'm just having. Is, is there going to be like footage of this? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. For everybody. Yeah. Cool. All right. That'll be a lot of fun. For for reals. For. <laughs> it'll be on what? Live bar. If you play hockey, you know what that is. Yeah, live barn. Yeah, well, if, I yeah. couldn't hear him because he didn't have a mic in his hand. So live so. barn. I discovered live barn in the pandemic. It was the only way to watch the kid play hockey was on live barn because you're gonna have like oh. one parent go in uh, for uh, capacity reasons. And uh, yeah, live barn got my money for a full season, to say the least. All right. Well, since, since I want to talk about hockey de- and dedication that these people have. Okay. Because I think it needs to be uh, remarked upon. For those of you who don't play hockey, I mean, Adam was really shocked at what time. Look, we I don't play, play adults, but my, my sports ended when I got out of school. I'm done. <laughs> done. I get injured enough. Ice time is the most precious commodity in the triangle. I don't have that kind of commitment to my family. That's not true. 
you're to at, start you're something at 845 wearing, unless wearing, it's bedtime. You're wearing pink tank tops on Facebook. It was uh, peach. Or peach or whatever it is. Salmon. It was salmon. It wasn't pink. Yeah. So, yeah, ice time is precious, right, Laura? I mean, like, you got youth hockey, you got adult leagues, you got practice with the Canes. There's only so much ice to go around, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, all the kids get the good ice time because... If we go to bed and go to school. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but they all the still adults. have like 6 a.m. games on the week, yeah, weekends and stuff. Yeah, right? they do. It's yeah. crazy. It, there's, there's, I mean, I, I'm thankful to say in the Triangle, um, we actually have a, a lot of ice here, a lot of ice, a lot more than a lot of other places in the country. So I'm really grateful for that. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad the community is growing because it's still not enough. And it is forcing the adults to play, you know, 9, 10, 11 o'clock on, on a weekday. Um, thankfully, um, currently with the, the women's league in, in Cary that we play eight, nine on a Sunday, which is some of the more reasonable ice time, um, throughout the year, but you it go is tough. the very end of the weekend, like on a Sunday night, you're playing at 9 PM. Well, it's better than 10 30 on a Wednesday. Yeah, I was say, there's <laughs> some, there are some later ice times, man. I've seen 1130. This is a weird vice to me. Why? It's an ice vice. It's an ice vice. Uh, Not to be confused with ice spice. Because it's the opposite in that it takes discipline to do something that late at night. But it's hockey. And 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 still get up the next day and be functional. Well, nobody said anything about being functional. Yeah. But also there's something about, I only know this through my 12-year-old, you know, he was... He's been off the ice for X amount of time in the off season. You know, we had him do a couple camps, and yesterday he was just like, "I'm going to get the rollerblades out." Mind you, he hasn't touched the rollerblades in a while, but because there's this weird gap of time between the last camp and when his season starts up, he's chosen to get back there on the ice. So you, you get, I don't know, man. It's like this weird. I can't explain it because I never played hockey, but I see it with my 12 year old, and obviously adults are the same way. It doesn't leave you. You got to be on the ice. So you got to do what you got to well, do. That's what I was going to ask. It's a vice for you guys, though, right? I mean, you do it because. Because You're we love it. Every, everybody here at the table loves it. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, it's an addiction, really. I love yeah. it. Makes yeah. Sense. I mean, I love watching it. Brian was going to say something. But I've never, I've never Brian, played. Brian's been super quiet. I've literally never even had ice skates on. Brian from Edit's still here. Brian, you're allowed to talk. I'm allowed to speak? Yes. yes. Oh, Your okay. turn, Brian. You have the okay, talking cool. stick. Yeah. And I think I'm pretty new to the sport. Started playing maybe three, four years ago. But that was one of the biggest shocks to me is the... The game times, the 10, 15, 10, 45, 11 o'clock games, hanging out afterwards, having some beers and yeah, getting home and trying to get to work the next morning can be a, a bit of a challenge, but what attracted you? How did you, why did you get into it? Like what made, if you only did it three or four years ago, like what was it that made you like, be like, I want to do this. Spectating, I think, was the start of it. Just watching and having a blast watching games. Going, see, Adam, there's hope for you. And uh, wanting to look, I had knee surgery in January. I'm good. I'm good. (laughs) You know how I hurt that? Trying to go to the bathroom, Laura. I put my keys on the table. I pivoted to go out the door to the bathroom, and I tore my meniscus. And I can vouch for that. It happened in the office. That's how bad that is. That's no excuse. I have no left ACL. Well, that's yeah, but great. you're from up north. I mean, you know, you're from up north, northern nor- northern Benson. I just know that I'll hurt myself if I hurt myself going trying to go to the bathroom. How much worse is it going to be putting on ice skates? Also, I've never had ice skates on. I'm with Adam on the uh, ever. Yeah, me either. I've never had roller skates, ice skates, rollerblades, anything on. Uh, I've tried to ride a skateboard once. No, nope, I'm good. But I'm with Adam. 
at 8.30 and they want to watch a movie? Not, not tonight, it's too late. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that thing. I'll do a 30-minute show and that's it. <laughs> or you'll go to the West Coast on Friday. Those game times are at 10. I'm done. I'm not, I'm not yeah, even watching. It's not happening. All right. But anyway, I applaud you guys all. I'm, I'm, I, I joke, but I'm serious. Like it's, it takes discipline, but it's also a bit of an obsession, right? Like it fits this podcast as we're exploring all these different vices, okay. right? I'm sure there is something that you would stay up for past 10 o'clock. Something that you love, something that you enjoy, something that motivates you. No, ask his you. wife. She says, not even that. <laughs> wow, Wayne. Not even wearing tank tops. Once the CPAP machine goes on, it's lights out. <laughs> it's, it's game over. <laughs> the bar is closed. <laughs> Sorry. I just, I think that, I mean, what I'm trying to say is everybody here is is passionate and then we love it. And this is why sure. we get excited is because we're going to be able to join these breweries together um, and do this as a community and support a good cause. And, you know, based on something that we love to do. Okay. Now, how long ago did you guys start planning this? You said Brugaloo is when you started talking about it. That was really, I think, when we actually, I bumped into Brian at Brugaloo, and then we tracked down Johnny at Brugaloo, and we were like, hey, let's do it. But we were thinking maybe Thanksgiving time frame. We didn't know when we were going to be able to get the ice. And then Labor Day came up, and if we would have said no, who knows when we would have got the ice. That's true. So we did it. And, and, and Raleigh Center Ice makes a lot of sense, too, being the Olympic uh, rink. You know that? I'm going to tell you what, there's a big difference between playing in Cary uh-huh. and playing at the Iceplex up in Raleigh. Yeah, I, got, I got a little legs. I do not enjoy that yeah. rink. Especially it's also, with, it's also, it's also the coldest. There's nothing wrong with that. It's the coldest. Although I maintain Wake Forest is actually right. the coldest rink. Wake Forest might be the coldest rink. People say uh, Centerize, but I think it's Wake Forest still. Cary, I just think of Cary as a place I went to in high school for the free skate. That's it. That's all I wanted to add. Every time I bring the mic up, it's just more, you know. And I'm going to keep talking. I'm just trying to ask a question. I'm just surprised you never showed up at an ice skating rink when you were a teenager. I showed up once with, with friends, and they were actually doing lessons. It wasn't open skate. Oh, okay. Never went back. It pissed me off too much. Like I, I see. Was, I couldn't recover. Shout out to Jelly Beans. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been to roller, I've been to roller rinks before. Yeah. Just not ice skating. Okay. Uh, question about this. I know it's late in the game now, but did you guys do like a collab beer for it or is that a next year thing? <laughs> I, I think that might be a next year. I think it's a great idea. Um, I don't think that we had a lot of time to put it together. Right. You know, Brian and I are, we're both doing hops for hope this year. Sure. Um, and there's so many other events. We just did a collaboration with crossbones out of done. Um, and to try to fit something else in the brew schedule, get seasonal beers out this time of the year. It's just kind of a little tricky, but I think it would be great. And then the other cool thing is we had, um, we had other breweries actually reach out after this was announced, wanting to get involved um, where they have hockey players as well. Um, so maybe next year we can grow it to be something a little bit bigger and do that. But it's definitely something we want to we want to all continue. Yeah, I was I was going to say maybe a, a cold IPA, you know. Oh, here we are. Here we are with the cold IPA. I'm Tim surprised. said or a Canadian lager. He was without a mic. Yeah, got sorry. it. Go on. Got it. All right. Well, speaking of beer, uh, since you're all here. You guys brought some beer. Let's actually like talk about your places here real quick. Um, Why Laura, don't you leave the room while I'll taste your beer and talk about you, and then we'll bring you back. Yeah, in. how about that? <laughs> so, Laura, you have a mic, and we're at your place. We're at Raleigh Brewing at the Arboretum. At the Arboretum in Cary. So, how long has the Arboretum been open now? Uh, well, they opened uh, right in the summer peak of 2020. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, it's um, that was kind of a struggle. Obviously, they didn't 
plan that. Um, but no, we've been uh, we've been going strong, and the, it's been picking up ever since then. Um, I grew up in Cary, so I'm real familiar with Cary, and um, I'm able to make a lot of community connections, um, a lot of business connections in this area. We've got SAS and MetLife and Western Parkway and all, all big companies down there, mm-hmm. and um, just trying to reach out to some of the the Cary community areas. Um, we're not in that little downtown bubble right now that's that's popping um but we feel like there's Wayne, a wayne's world yeah wayne's world there's there's enough going on um, out here downtown. um it's a great uh location geographically between you know rtp and raleigh um so it's 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 a great it's a great little we've we're doing a lot of private events, um, hoppy hours, things like that for companies, networking groups, um, birthday parties, uh, stuff like that. So uh, it's been it's been pretty good so far. We're happy. Sorry, I was distracted by Wayne and Joe arguing Wayne, over. Wayne, like pour him a beer. I'm like, no, you got two hands, bro. I gotta get back on the mic. And I, ain't your, I ain't your guy, pal. <laughs> so you said you said private events. I mean, I see the, I see the, I see the stage. Yes, we have uh, live music every Friday. Okay. Uh, we do trivia on Tuesdays. Uh, we've got a run club and a cycle club and, you know, all the regular brewery stuff. So Okay. Very, very cool. Very cool. Uh, and you also have Oktoberfest out. We do. It came out last week. Love We're super it. excited. Uh, one of my favorite beers that we make. Um, it's delicious. And I then, didn't taste a whole lot of pumpkin in it. Was that intentional this year? That, that, <laughs> that was just your poor Adam. Yeah, I, I held I held the pumpkin, out, the pumpkin out for out. you. Is that what it was? And the, I and I and I saw this. Uh, I saw you do flights, which is everybody loves flights. But no, it's a especially uh, the bartenders. Yes, the Chelsea the Chelsea Cafe anniversary flight. Now I bring up the Chelsea Cafe because that's who fed us. That's. Are you all, is it an association? Is it a partnership? How does yeah, that work? Yeah, so Chelsea Cafe, um, Greg uh, Stowe is the owner. He has a restaurant in RTP, and it's open for breakfast and lunch. So if you work out at RTP, look him up. He's pretty pretty popular, always busy, great food. Um, so they close around 3, and they head over here. We've basically um, leased out our kitchen. We have a kitchen, small kitchen in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they come over here after 3 um, and provide food for our customers five days a week. Okay. And um, it's a great partnership. Um, you know, obviously, we didn't want to deal with the restaurant component side of, of owning a tap room or a brewery. Uh, so it's a good partnership and um, hope you guys enjoyed the lunch and he's, no, lunch he's was good. It was lunch excellent. Is good. I mean, you could always partner up with a biker bar and have them deliver food. Like that was it. our Whoa. second option. That was our second option. Like, like and Carrie right here. What, yeah. what a segue. There. Wow. Right. That's a hell of a segue. To oh, Brian, see what's sorry going Brian. see there. <laughs> no, I've been, Hey, was it the, was it like Buffalo tots that they had? Oh, the nacho point? tots. Yeah. The nacho yeah, tots. Yeah. That's uh-huh. what it was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I yeah. crushed those one time. Yeah, uh, great, when, when, great drink drinking food there. Yeah, yeah, I would agree on that. I would agree on that. How are things at Edit? I've had, I've had, I've had several business meetings at Edit actually. Yeah, thank you, thank you. <laughs> and uh, when, De- yeah. when Dimitri and I need to talk about some things, he's like, "You want to go back?" Because I he was trying to figure out where to go. I'm like, "Hey, look, let's go to Edit." Did he I, have a shirt on? Yes. Okay. He wasn't doing the bubble bath. But uh, I, I I got you another customer. He's like, "This place is great. It's chill. <laughs> the beer is good." I go, "Yes." But um, so, how are things? Good, good. Uh, about seven to eight months into it at this point, we opened up right before the end of the year. Yeah. So, yeah, things are going well. Picking up, getting a lot of beer out the door. You know, out outside the tap room into restaurants, bars, beer stores, grocery stores, that kind of stuff. Um, seeing a good, uh, good crowd, good local following to mm-hmm. the tap room. Also, building up some regulars, that kind of thing. Um, we uh, just in the in the past week finally took over the whole menu with our own 
beers. We've been doing a lot of guest beers. Yeah. yeah. When we first opened the doors, it was all guest products. And then we slowly started to develop our own portfolio. And now we're at the point where we've, we've basically got the full menu of our own stuff, which is pretty cool to see that. Cool. So you guys run in the restaurant there as well? We don't run the restaurant. Separate. Is it still scooters? Yeah, yeah, still scooters, bar and grill. Yep, yep. I bet I spent more money in that building than anybody in this room besides you. <laughs> Golly, I bought motorcycles from Joe Snow when he owned the dealership over there. And he originally, did you, do you, you know Joe? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Joe still, Joe still, he's a landlord. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. The building. Great, great so, guy. So yeah, scooters was up. So you've got your beer and scooters now? We don't. A little bit of a different. I was going to say, yeah, because that's just a completely different there. group of people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. How did, how did you pull that one I off? Bet you, that I was bet the point you. I, that was the point I was getting to is how did you get that you, in scooters? Are you still making the Italian Pilsner? Not currently. And, and, you know, our approach thus far has been more of a special release type approach where it's just a lot of one-off batches. We sure. We've repeated one beer thus far, which was the very first beer that we made, a popcorn cream ale called The Colonel. Right. Um, I think we featured that on our yep. prior podcast. Um, but yeah, uh, it's hard to sneak beer into scooters. I see a lot of pallets of Bud Light going in there. Absolutely. And, I was going to say. I bet you. Is it Bud Light now or is yeah, that going sure too? That's probably going as nah, well. I'm sure it's still Bud Light. Now, if it was a country show at Walnut Creek, different story. But I would argue that if you packaged the Pilsner, in a way that made it look like a, any old watery domestic, if you will. People would go, oh, this is amazing. So I was a big fan of that beer. Yeah, thank Big you. fan of that beer. And I bet you it would move at, uh, at scooters, unbeknownst to them. Just saying. It's, it's, it's hard to compete against those $3 domestic cans and bottles. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. So that's a valid point. That's why I had Mellow High Life at Graffiti the other night. So hey. it's only three bucks. Do your thing. It was only three bucks. Got to have someone on the menu for Joe. And what? I was about to ask you when you became so cheap, but I remember. Yeah, I don't have a job. <laughs> That's why I didn't say it. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I take that back. I'm now a small business owner. <laughs> so things are a little well, just, tight. Just think about it, man. In 32 years, you can be like me. <laughs> oh, no. I hope not. 32 years after having <laughs> oh, your own. I hope not. I hope not. <laughs> hey, after having your own small business for 32 years, you can actually, you know, have a couple hundred dollars in your pocket. Yeah, I don't know. But it took we'll 32 see. years to get that $200. Yeah, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see about that. All right, Tim, <laughs> how are things Hi. at uh, at Fainting Goat? Uh, they're going pretty well. We okay. also just now have a uh, cycling club. It just started. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. More like scooter cycles or no? Bike, no. Well, bike we do a lot. Cycles. We do a lot of bike events. So I'm sitting here kind of biting my tongue because I, I do ride with Combat Vets Motorcycle Association, and we have a lot of our Raleigh chapter events. Um, not all of them, but a fair amount of them are at the Benson location. Okay. Cool. Um, on September 9th, we actually have our annual sanctioned event, which is, it's called the let's roll event. Um, and that'll be a huge day. We're going to do like a, uh, it's kind of like a poker run thing going on and a whole bunch of other stuff. Um, nice. But, uh, things are going well. You know, Fuqua is still the, the hopping spot and, and Benson's still a little bit hit and miss. Um, I feel like everything in Fuqua is coming to you though. Like it is. that whole area. Is. Well, you know what? I'm telling you what, Benson, Benson is coming. There's is two, it? two brand new subdivisions getting ready to be built out there with God knows how many homes. Yeah. Um, so we know it's, we know it's coming That's <laughs> and, and we have a great regular base. Um, one of the guys on my hockey team, the drunk donkeys, um, they just had a baby, and the baby had some complications, so we've, we're doing a fundraiser with Help the Neighbor Johnston County, okay. a big plate sale, and we've already pre-sold more than they've ever sold for a plate sale before. Nice. So that's going to be a crazy, crazy event, but it's it's great to do things like that and and be able to help out the people that we care about and, and love. So, um, 
but yeah, we same things. We're doing you know our live music um, is Saturday nights at both locations. Um, we do Friday night trivia in Benson, Wednesday nights in Fuquay, and then we we also have our music bingo at both locations. And now we have the Run Club and the Cycle Club. Cool. We had I think the record now is six people for the Cycle Club, but it's going to take some time. It's twelve tires. Yeah, right. And it's you know, and they like it because um, they actually you know they can go down and get out of town quick from the Fuquay location to get on the back roads. Um, and it's actually a guy that, that served in the North Carolina National Guard at the same time as we. We never knew each other during our service, but mm-hmm. he reached out and said, hey, I want to start a cycling club. And he was part of the Team CBC guys and all that stuff. Okay. So we're, we're trying to get – they held an event out of our place. So we're trying to grow that. Um, I mean, it's just a matter of doing things to get people in, you know. Okay. So, But things are going really good. Good, good. And Johnny, I know before we started recording, it's 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 when we say family run, it's literally family run right now at Joko, right? It is. We <laughs> technically have no employees but myself that takes a paycheck. Okay. Um, it's my wife, my daughter, and myself. Uh, we're very small, and I had to plan it this way. Um, didn't have any real financial backing. Yeah. I am truly, if I could do it, anyone can do it. Okay. Um, no joke. It's kind of how I am with podcasts right now. No financial backing. <laughs> Just did it. Let's go. Yeah. See what happens. Uh, I'm gifted enough that <laughs> I did the whole install of the equipment and everything. Yeah, okay. Um, so basically an engineer without the engineering degree. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was able to do the whole build out, which definitely Well, when did you helped. start? when did you start making your own beer that you then decided, all right, I'm going to go ahead and build this out? So I kind of got roped into a brewery, honestly. Okay. And I'm sure you, most people, they start home brewing. I started home brewing about 14 years ago. Okay. Um, and a lot of people go into it like, I'm going to own a brewery one day. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't me. Um, I just- Smart man. I moved here from Long Island, obviously with the accent, yeah. not a local, and had Blue Point Brewery in my backyard. So I was always had good craft beer. When mm-hmm. I moved here, the craft beer scene was pretty much non-existent. Yeah. And the only breweries were 45 minutes away. So the owners of Blue Point were basically like, why don't you start making your own beer? Mm-hmm. So that's how I got into home brewing. Aha. And then okay. one thing led to another. Neighbors, guys in the hockey team, people at work. I, before I knew it, I was making beer for their parties, mm-hmm. weddings. Gentlemen at work, loved my beer, and came down with stage four cancer. Mm. And he was out of work for nine months, grace of God came back to work, and he told me, he says, Johnny, you need to do a brewery. Okay. And if you don't do it, you're going you're gonna to regret it. Life's too short. So I went home, talked to my wife, and she said, yeah, let's do it. Mm-hmm. Totally emptied my 401k, <laughs> cashed in every dollar I had, and built the brewery, but we own everything in that brewery. Okay. I don't owe a dollar to anyone, so that is our retirement. Gotcha. Okay. And then here we are today. I never thought I'd be on a podcast and getting ready to have an awesome play hockey, hockey right? tournament. Right? You said you said Long Island, so um, Oyster Bay is a real place, right? It's a real place. And, I actually worked in Oyster Bay, and and there was there was a guy with a six pack in his hand. Every that, that's day, a true, that's a true story. Every day, that's a that Billy Joel's just not making Billy up lines. Joel had a beautiful boat named the Music Man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no joke. Great guy, too. So down to earth. Yeah, I always got that impression. Um, but yeah, I, I, listening to what, what Ballad of Billy the Kid, it was the reference to that. And I was like, is that a real thing? Is he talking about himself? I guess he is. He's actually talking he, about himself. He is. Yeah, he's very approachable. He would talk to anybody. All right. Great guy. Very cool. 
very cool. Well, thanks uh, again. Thanks for everybody uh, for coming out today and uh, laying out how this hockey, uh, this inaugural Brewers Cup is going to go down. Again, Labor Day weekend. And people, if they want to donate, they can. Obviously, you're still looking for some sponsors. So if anybody's interested in sponsoring, how do they get in contact with you again? Um, if they go to cchlnc.com okay. and then they can click on the store, there's several different links there. Um, or they can reach out directly to one of the breweries on Facebook okay. or, or something like that. And, and we can all point them in the right direction. Very cool. Very cool. That's going to wrap it up for today's edition of the 919 Vice podcast. Um, working on t-shirts soon, hopefully. And uh, we'll have a way to get that out to you. Hats as well. We're working on hats, Mr. Hatman. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. The world is our oyster bay. You're right. You're right. What do we got coming up next week? Uh, we're going to talk bourbon and cocktails with the black bourbon guy. Okay. Um, uh, che Ramos is local to Durham. Used to be the GM down at, at SIP mm-hmm. downtown. And he's since gone out on his own and he's making some syrups. Okay. So... He's gonna and he's doing some events, so he's gonna mix us up some cocktails and kind of tell us what he's what he's working on. Looking forward to that. Pretty cool stuff. That's all right. We'll see you all next week. Good guys, harmless habits. Did it again.